Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. We are here in your house sports episode four from the monthly Rogue Media podcast. I'm doing it solo today. Manny D, uh, my boys are not able to join us today. I uh, just want to keep a special prayer request for my boy Fat Sam and his family. They're going through some things right now. So I uh, just want you guys to lift them up in prayer. Uh, so that would be greatly appreciated. Um, so it's the first time for In Your House Sports, first interview. So, you know, I'm, I'm a wing it, just <laughs> let you know. Uh, so, but basically, man, I already know In Your House Sports, uh, YouTube.com, the Facebook In Your House Sports. Uh, we've been promoting the Comeback King, Gabriel Sendez, for the last about a month or two now, August 26th, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, so he's our first guest ever at In Your House Sports. Gabriel, man, what's up? Welcome. Man, appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man, because, you know, like I said, it's the first time we're doing the interview. Like, our show's been around about mm, off and on seven years. So, you know, we usually do the, the little funny skits yeah, about yeah. sports and everything like that. So we always wanted to bring local talent eventually, you know, on the show, but we needed a platform. So shout out to Rogue Media Network for letting us have this uh, platform. And so now we have it. You're the first guest. Uh, it's an honor. Man, we're honored for <laughs> you. Um, but we're going to talk about, uh, you know, how you start off in boxing and stuff like that. Okay. And like I said, say we're winging it, man. This is, you That's know, cool. this is what it is. Uh, but first off, just let everybody know where you're from, who you are, you know, everything uh, like that. I'm Gabriel Resendez, the comeback king. I'm from Waco, Texas, born and raised, ready to put on the show. That's what August twenty sixth in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'm gonna be repping Zit in Texas. Yeah. So, so how that all come about? Oh man, I I've been out of the sport since I haven't fought since 2017. But you know, I, I still train and stuff. But uh, um, promote promoter of Star Endorsement hit me up and they were like, "Hey man, you wanna? I seen you're looking for a fight and stuff. You you down to fight?" And I was like, "Yeah." So the dude I'm fighting, he's 34 years old, just like me. He's making his pro debut he's from miami okay. so yeah they hit me up and were like you want to you want you want to fight and i was like yeah i want to fight i want to get back in it's time to come back so everything happens for a reason you know yeah it's just when time is right so it's my time so making my comeback Heck so yeah. i'm ready because you and i we met at a powerhouse gym Shout out Coach Jamie. Yeah, Powerhouse. Shout out Coach Jamie. Yeah. I see he's moving downtown. Yes, sir. But yeah, we met over there. And I was like, man, I feel like I know this dude from somewhere. I'm I guess in just the South Waco ties, maybe. Yeah. You know, probably pass each other up somewhere. So yeah. it's, it's down the line. I yeah, I've been 
I was in South Waco all my life, and then I moved to Lorena. So mm -hmm. when I moved to Lorena, I kind of branched off from kind of everybody. When I came back, you know, I see people's faces, and I'm like, I known them from elementary mm -hmm. or something, but you know, we grew up. So yeah, definitely <laughs> <laughs> big time. I know because there's some people I'm like, man, like I see them all the time. I'm like, man, I know you from somewhere and everything. And then like you, like I said, man, I've seen this guy somewhere. I know him somewhere. But just what caught my attention, man, when I first met you at the gym was at the intensity. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And I was like, man, this dude right here, like, is he training or is he just coming to work out? Because I was like, me, starting out, man, I'm just, you know, <laughs> trying to get myself in shape and stuff. And I'm like, man, you took it up a notch. But then now I know why. Yeah. So when did it? When did they actually approach you to have this fight? Uh, like maybe two months ago, right? June, June, June-ish, they hit me up. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, you ready to come back? And I was like, yeah. And then. Like I said, star endorsement. You get the fight on Fight Smash and Fight.tv. They're also saying it's going to be on YouTube TV now. Okay. So different ways to find the fight. So. And we'll have the link like to the fight to where you can purchase the fight in the description like we've been having the last two months. So uh, check out our previous videos. They're on there. The links to Fight Smash, Fight TV, uh, and then you said YouTube TV possibly, right? Possibly. YouTube. But, yeah, so we'll have that. So be sure to, you know. Get the fight. Support the local talent for yes sure. Sir. Uh, so when did your your love for boxing start? Was there a love for boxing or was it something that, you know, as a kid, like, you know what, we're going to try this out and see what happens and it just became the, a love let down the line? Yeah, uh, I was always athletic. So, like, baseball was my main thing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when I moved to Lorena, seventh grade year, I started playing some football and I was real good at it. Started running track. I was real fast and stuff. So athletic, I've always been athletic. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever I was in like 11th, 12th grade, I started doing like backyard fights. Okay. And uh, my aunt, she was like, let me take you somewhere where you you keep you out of these streets and getting you in trouble. And took me to the Waco Boxing Club with Coach uh, Hyman. Mm -hmm. uh, but he wasn't there at the time. He, I guess he was on a little break. So Coach Tony Montoya was there. And I went there and started training there. And I kind of fell in love with it. I was about 20 years old when I started Okay. But, uh, yeah, I fell in love with it and tried out some amateur fights. Won a couple, won Golden Gloves two years. And after that, I was just like, man, this is this is something I love. Yeah. I love the, the physical. So. Did you play for the Southern back in the day? Yeah. Southern League? Yeah, I played for Southern. Man, all my life I really played for Southern. Yeah. Uh, I was always on All-Stars with Justin, Bobby, uh -huh. uh, Samuel. I played All-Stars with all them and stuff, so I grew up with them. So. Man, because I played for a Sports Shack. Sports Shack. I think that was the name of the team. It was, we're blue. I just remember that. We're blue. Yeah, we always played for Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels. They yeah. had the black, right? Yeah. Yeah. Black and white. Man, that's crazy. That's a throwback right there. Yeah, my dad was always the manager and stuff, so. Yeah. Heck, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's, that's bringing back a lot of yeah. memories right there. <laughs> uh, so you never, like, as a kid, you played the baseball and everything, but there was no, like, ever interest in boxing at all, like, back in that day, that time frame? No, not really? not really. Not really. I was just – my thing was I was going to be in the Major League Baseball, you know? Yeah. So, after that, it was just – like I said, I 20 years old when mm -hmm. the baseball was nowhere. Football was – I was already done with it all and stuff, out of high school and stuff. But doing backyard fights, knocking people out in the backyard. And, like I said, my aunt, she just, like – let me take you to the Waco Boxing yeah. Club. You can start making some money, maybe. And here I am, my third pro fight. So. Heck yeah! So when was your first amateur fight? Uh, my first amateur fight, I want to say, was about mm, I was about twenty-one. Mm -hmm. It was at the Golden Gloves. 
started off right there, Golden Gloves. I fought two fights, and then I lost. So I lost going into the, like, semifinals. And then I went back the next year, fought, broke my hand the first fight, told Coach, just tape it up, tape it up. I got to keep did. going. And I fought four fights with a broken hand and winded up winning Golden Gloves. So How was that first defeat for you? How did you feel? Uh, it wasn't too bad. It was like, it was like, man, this is part of the sport, you know, just like baseball, you know. You, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. So, yeah. I mean, it, it hit me kind of hard because, you know, it's a one-on-one thing, so I don't have a team to blame it on. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't blame it on nobody. The only person I could blame it on was myself. So the only thing I could do is just get back in there and get better. Yeah, definitely. So, like, with the amateur career and then you go pro, so how's that process look like in boxing? Um, really, it's real easy. So mm-hmm. you just, like I said, they want you to have a couple amateur fights just so you got the experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was 12 and 4 as an amateur, so I didn't have like 100 fights like some of these fighters do. I was 12 and 4, and then I met Glenn, uh, one of the trainers at the Waco Boxing Club, and he was kind of like, man, you know, you're getting a little older, you know, you're not getting younger, mm-hmm. so – Maybe you should turn pro. I turned pro. I went to a dude's backyard in Houston and uh, fought him, and I wound up losing my first pro fight. And it did set me back for – that was in 2015. Mm -hmm. Set me back for a little bit, and then I came back 2017, and I fought here at the Waco Brawl in the Brazos. And then I won that one. And then, you know, life hit again. So then I lost my parents and then broke my hand, and I had surgery on my hand and stuff. So – now I'm back, and I'm coming back with vengeance. Yeah, so I'm guessing that time frame, losing your parents and all that was kind of, kind of obviously was rough for yeah, you. Yeah, it was real rough, mm-hmm. but this that's the reason I'm back, you yeah. know, because of them, because otherwise I'll be out in these streets doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So they taught me the right way, and I'm just living for them. So, so once you're pro, like I'm just picturing this, so once you're pro, uh, is your name just still out there as far as, like, contacts, like, promoters to reach out to you how's that work out or do you reach out to them like you said they reached out to you right yeah well uh I'll g- it's on box rec okay. so you go to box rec every fighter and pretty much everywhere is on box rec and i sign myself back up to be my manager and my promoter mm-hmm. and i put the comeback king promotions on there and stuff okay. and then like i said the dudes hit me up from star endorsement and were like you looking for a fight and i was like most definitely yeah and then uh that's how it all happened. And then after that, I just started promoting myself a little bit more out on social media as the Comeback King, the Comeback King, and started taking off. Yeah. So I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, it did. So training-wise, right, like I said, when I met you, man, you were training. Man, this was before you knew you had a fight coming up, right? right? And I was like, I told you, man, I was like, hey, this guy right here going <laughs> off, right? Uh, how has your training, has it changed or has it got more intense now, obviously, with the fight coming up? Uh, what what have you critiqued training wise as far as like overall? Oh man, just a lot, lot more physical, more intense. You know, doing a lot of strength and conditioning, a lot more running, um, just trying to stay focused, mm-hmm. trying to stay as focused as I can. Sometimes it gets hard because life hits. You know, mm-hmm. got work and it's hundred and eight degrees weather, but I force myself to go to the gym. I'm like, I got to, I got yeah. to. The comebacks. It's not. It's not just talk. It's a movement. So. Yeah, you know, I watched uh, an interview one time with Kobe Bryant where he talked about like the season. He's locked in. Like, if you're not about you know the game or whatever it is, like he blocks them all out. Right. 
So, like, with you right now, especially coming up, what, next weekend as of this recording is a fight, are you more like, hey, I have to block a lot of things out now. I have to be zoomed in, focused, like, hey, family, just want to let you know I love y'all, but this is, like, really serious. Are you getting to that point right now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're at fight week, so I'm zoned in. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing's in my way right now. Nothing can stop me. And they called me the lion, so I told my wife, I said, sorry, but the lion's coming back out. So. Yeah. I'm zoned in. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> the lion. I love the him, lion. Man. Yes, sir. So looking at the boxing scene right now in Waco, uh, is there a lot of hidden talent that you would say that's out there right now that, you know, once get an opportunity that they might be able to show out just like you're showing out now? Oh, yeah, most definitely. There's a lot of hidden talent out there. So my sparring partners, you know, they're just as good as I am, if not better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just making this comeback, making this movement, hopefully – get more eyes into Waco and after that you know helping them you know like I, I coached in one of my dudes corners uh, about a month ago coached in his corner Jerome Love mm-hmm. so I mean so it's just he's good we got Drew Lewis he also trains at the powerhouse mm-hmm. paddle he, he's also real good you know and yeah they need to be seen just like I am yeah and do you feel like I know back when we were younger like, I felt there was a lot of kids in the boxing club, right? But it's, like, Waco Boxing Club seemed like it was the only one at the time. But I seem like now it seems like there's multiple gyms out there. Do you feel like they're, the future for boxing in Waco can grow with the right – is it the right promotion? Is it the right mindset? What do you think it is with the gyms that have to get those kids in the future to be promoted? Uh, it's just for them, they got to stay focused and, and really want it. Because if they don't really want it, then I've seen a lot of kids come that have real good talent. And, you know, they could be a future champion, but it's hard just to keep them there and, and stay motivated. So just having a good coach, you know, having good coaches that will sit there and give you, you know, life lessons and tell you, inspire you to keep coming, you know, because it's hard for them to find coaches like that, you know. Mm. And just trying to lead them the right way and, and show them God and, you know, and not these streets and stuff. So, yeah. Is that something that you'd be interested in in the future? Coaching or not really? Yeah. I mean, I got four daughters, so I kind of <laughs> coached them already. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm doing the comeback, just to show them, like, you put your mind to it, you could do it. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that will stop you. So that that's one of my things to all the kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you put your mind to it, nothing's going to stop you until you reach your goals. So. Heck, yeah. So how much weight did you have to cut? Man, I started off at 230, and right now I'm at 172. So Man. cut about 50 pounds. So, and that started in February. I started uh, – went to the powerhouse paddle. He was having that wrestling. Yeah. And uh, he was, that was the first wrestling event, and I talked to him. And I was like, man, I'll be here Monday. And ever since then, I haven't had a day off since. That's when I saw you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't had a day off since then. I've been pushing every day, running every day. Just like I said, I put my mind to it, and nothing's going to stop me until I reach my goal. Heck, yeah. So what's next for you after this fight? You know, obviously, we're going for a win, right? But what's next for you after that? Just keep on looking for more fights? Yeah. So uh, after this fight, I'm hoping to fight in October again and then in December. So I'm going to try to get three in before the end of the year. So hopefully by this time next year, I'll be fighting for a belt. So that's the goal. Yeah. Heck yeah. So anything else, man, you wanted to promote and shout out right now? Uh, Oh, just all my sponsors and stuff, man. You know, uh, 
Becerra's Bouncy House LLC, Banda's uh, uh, Service Hauling Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Red Barn uh, Truck Repairs. Majestic Massage, Resendez Remodeling, Devonte Insurance, just all my, all my sponsors. So, Heck yeah. OG Ministry, my brother. You know, just without all them and without Waco. Yeah. Without the support from Waco, without any of that, none of this is possible. So. Yeah, and I feel like it shows what we can do. You know, as a community, pretty much to come together real quick. Like, yes, it seems like you just started racking up sponsorships quick yeah. whenever you hit it out, right? So, heck yeah! So shout out to all the sponsors for this. Yeah, uh, Blue Star, Blue Star RVs service. You know, one of the best ones in Waco. It's my my good friends. So, all of them, man. And just without them, none of this is possible. So, that's what's up, man. And I don't think people really see that the backside of it because they see, you know. Oh, he's a boxer and he's got it. He's good, right? But I mean, there's there's a legwork oh, yeah. behind the scenes oh, that yeah. you got to do. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Because you're independent, like you said, it's it's all you. Yeah. So you got to get it. So I don't man. got no team. I don't got nothing. The only team I got is my coaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and like I was going to Powerhouse Paddle, it's just I made a little move, you know, and went to the Waco Boxing Academy just because you know I have they wanted to go with me up there and it was hard for Jamie to make it to mm-hmm. Wyoming with me, which is very understandable because right. Not like it's just in Temple, Colleen, Austin, you know. We're going out of state. And so, and Gilbert Sanchez and them, they were like, well, we'll go with you. We're behind you. We believe in you. And I was like, let's do it. So, And where there's, well, where's that located at? That's located uh, right by Burlington Coke Factory. Okay. So it's like the road right before it. And it's in the, like them little warehouses right there. But I remember uh, Gilbert Sanchez's father. Oh, yeah. When he ran the club. Quatre. Yeah, he used to try to get me and my friends to go down there like, hey, man, let's go down there and spar. Like, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, his uh, grandson was one of my best friends. Uh, rest in peace, Ricky Rodarte, uh, one of my good childhood friends growing up. So uh, he always tried to get us to go out there. I'm like, I'm good, man. I ain't trying to get hit. You know, like, ah, come on, man. You know, he used to say some expletives to us. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Uh, but, yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know the – his son was running the the WBA. What it's yeah, called? Yeah, WBA okay. Waco Boxing Academy. So okay. Yeah, he's running that and doing good. Good job. I mean, all the coaches here are doing a good job. So Waco Boxing Club with Jaime Lerma, mm-hmm. Powerhouse Paddle with Jamie. I mean, Gilbert Sanchez with the WBA. They're all doing good. They're all trying to get kids to come. So y'all go check out them gyms. Yeah, and they care too. Like hundred yes. percent, they care. Yes. And it's that old school training, man. That, that's, that's the best way. Yeah, it is. It ain't ain't no air conditions. No. <laughs> yeah, I love that environment. That's you know? the best thing about it, no yeah. air conditions. Yeah. Can't cool. spoil yourself. Nah. Get lazy. <laughs> yeah, they, a lot of people want to go to that crunch fitness and hit them bags because they got the ACs and stuff. But, I mean, you ain't got nobody there guiding you. So yeah, you it hits guidance. difference. Yeah, for it sure. It's a big time difference. Uh, So, obviously, we talk about sports here. At this show, right? So obviously we got a big fight coming up in September. We got oh, yeah. Canelo and Charlo. Uh, unlike the other two, man, I, I'm I'm in the boxing right, but man, they're like, psh, like they know what's up, they know what's going on. I'm, I don't know, man. I just watch, <laughs> you know, the fight, the fight. Well, just previewing that fight, what you think? You know, who do you think is going to win that fight and why? Uh I think Canelo's going to take it. But I want to go with Charlo mm-hmm. just because, you know, I'm a Texas guy. You yeah. know, so anything in Texas, Houston Astros, Texas Rangers, you know, I'm all about Texas. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm going with Charlo, but Canelo, he's the bigger guy, even though he's shorter. Yeah. But height ain't nothing in boxing when you got a box, good boxing IQ. But I think Canelo might pull it off in the late round knockouts because his pressure is going to be a little too much. Yeah. Okay. And what do you think about the Crawford Spence fight? Oh, uh, it was a good fight. It was in the way I expected it to go. You know, like I said, size don't matter. And everybody mm. was saying Spence was bigger and Crawford was littler. I honestly was going with Spence because I'm a Texas guy, like I said. So he's in Dallas, you know. So I was like, man, it hit me. I was like, dang, I was sad that to see yeah. him lose like that. But Crawford, I knew Crawford had skills. He could switch from orthodox to southpaw. He j- his foot movement, his IQ was just – it was on point that day. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the fight, but just seeing, you know, like the highlights and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Spence from yeah. Dallas, you know what I mean? But – like me without the actual knowledge of boxing, I was like, yeah, Spence got it, you know. Yeah. But watching the highlights and that, yeah, Crawford's Crawford's pretty good, man. Yeah. And then then the crazy thing was is when they were in the ring, Crawford actually looked bigger than Spence. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying Spence was bigger, but Crawford looked bigger than me. He looked bigger, like built wise. Yeah. You know. So, but he did his thing. He's a he's a goat. He's gonna be going down in history for greatest of all time one day. Who was your favorite boxers coming up? Uh, I like I used to like Julio Cesar Chavez. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a Mexican warrior, so I like to get in your face and try to push pressure, 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 pressure. So yeah, yeah watching him, you know, it's like man. Then you had Oscar De La Hoya, uh, Camacho Junior, mm-hmm. or Camacho Senior, mm-hmm. and Camacho Junior is actually supposed to be on this card, but he had an injury, so he's oh. gonna just be a a commentator in it. But okay. So, yeah, I mean, those were all good fighters, you know, uh, fighters that I used to like Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. I liked Vander Holyfield. So, I mean, different styles. I liked all kinds of different styles. Yeah, those, those, yeah, those, those when I was really, really into boxing back then, those, those guys were. The big guys. The big guys, The heavyweights, yeah. yeah they brought they brought fans to boxing with the knockouts. Yeah, Lennox Lewis and all that. Lennox them. Lewis, yeah. But I was crushed when Tyson lost to Holyfield the first time, man. Oh, yeah. Like, man. Uh, Holyfield just knows how to stay on them toes and, and box. Yeah. He's an actual boxer. He ain't a, he, he could slug, but he was a boxer the way he stayed on them toes, stayed moving and stuff. So well, He was a big dude. Yeah, he was. A big dude. And the crazy thing is he started off at cruiserweight, so he started off for a little. He had to make himself kind of big to get in there with Tyson and all them the big heavyweights. Mm-hmm. So, But, yeah, he's a big guy. He's, yeah. he's good, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> One of the GOATs. For sure. Uh, other than that, what other interests do you have besides boxing? Do you like football, basketball, anything like that? Yeah, I just – lately I haven't really been paying attention to right. nothing because, you know, I've been trying to stay focused on it. But, yeah, I love football. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I'm a Texas guy, so Cowboys is my main team. But, uh, I mean, if we're in the playoffs, Houston Texans, I'll go with them. But Rangers, I love baseball. Yeah. I love me some basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a athletic guy, so I right. like all sports. You like the Atlanta Braves? I used to back yeah. in the day. So. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that's all we watched was Atlanta or Texas all the time. Because <laughs> I told me, man, I love the Braves. Why you love the Braves? I was like, you don't understand. When we were kids. Yeah, they were on every were, day. Every day. Yeah. Yep. And I remember walking around with the Atlanta Brave hat and all that. So yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because our dream match was always the Rangers and the Braves yep. in the World Series, but the Rangers back then weren't as good as yeah. the Braves were. But now they're both kind of you know, in that realm. So, 
play honest. I'm like, would you like the breaks? I'm like, yeah, why? <laughs> They're on every week. Yeah, for sure. Every week. So, Cowboys, what do you think, man? Man, I'm a Cowboy fan, so every year I think we're going to take it all the way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those like, this is it. Yeah, die yeah. hard. So, yeah. Yeah, we got this is the year. This is the year. So. <laughs> I feel confident about this year, but like I always say on the show, man, I'm just like, you know what, just one game at a time. I'm not yeah, even going to sure. put in my expectations because I'm going to be like <laughs> mad at the end about it and everything. But unlike you, man, I don't know. Shout out to my Houston people, but I just don't like any Houston teams. I don't know no. why. <laughs> I've never had any like the Oilers, didn't like the Texans, didn't like the Rockets. Don't like the Houston Cougars. I'm sorry. I just don't. Uh, I love the Kim Elijah one, though. But other than that, man, I'm just, I just don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I just, it's no, no knock. <laughs> I don't know if it's the traffic or what, but I just think it could be. It, it could be. be. Yeah. Yeah, it is bad out there in traffic. Yeah, man. So. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, it's my first interview. Hopefully, I did very well. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Man, like, appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. I, I I just feel like this is a big deal for me personally, uh, and I know for the guys, it's a big deal. Like I said, all these years we've been doing this podcast off and on, and like now we're hitting. We're kind of like you know, all right. Now we want to do something with this, right? So, uh, it was great to feature you. Like I said, we want to feature Waco athletes, coaches things of that nature, uh, to, to get your story on and, you know, what what you got going on. And, like, we love to support it. Uh, so, man, I appreciate you, dude. Like, no, 100%, you, man. man. Like, yeah, it means I'm, a lot. I'm so. glad to start it off, you know. So I know. It's it. an honor. You can say, hey, I was the first guest <laughs> in here out sports, you know. Hey, maybe we'll take off one day. I don't know. But yeah, you can say you're Waco the first guest. Waco got a lot of talent. So Yeah, we I mean, do for sure. be the start of something big. So. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. So, Make sure you guys like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like I said, we'll have the link in the description to the fight, Fight TV, uh, for April, I mean April, August 26th. It's the, what's it called? The uh, oh, Magic City Magic Wars. City Wars, yeah. Magic City Wars. Check out Gregor Resendez, August 26th. I'm going to keep saying August 26th. Got to support Waco. Y'all are quick to buy uh, these Jake Paul fights, right? So, come on, man. We got, we got talent here in Waco, so we need to support that 100%. Um, but yeah, for Gabriel Sinez, like I said, appreciate you to come back, King. I'm Andy D. Peace out. Peace. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Wait.